that I am the best on this microphone, in that ring, even in commentary. Nobody can touch me. See, when I step into this ring, I am addicted. I'm addicted to the high that I get from them. You could ask me anything. You could have asked me about AEW. Wrestling has more than one royal family. Making his way to the ring. Because I'm a wizard. So what's up? Yo. Welcome back to another Rick Talk with your host with the most looking ass, Ricky <laughs> Rhymes. <laughs> and I got my boy Nesto in here. What's up, Nesto? How we feeling, bro? You feeling good, bro. Feeling good. It's a Hell Sunday. Yeah. Bro, it's a Sunday. I'm off today. I'm off tomorrow. It's my weekend. Hey. It's my Saturday uh, in this bitch. We Saturday up. Beep, 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 beep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On me. That's how we feel. That's feeling. what's up. That's what's up. We can't afford sounds in this bitch, man. We going beep, 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 beep. Face that. I did throw a little bass in that mug. <laughs> Do it again. That's like some shovel for shit. Oh, shit. He about to start rapping, huh? Fifteens. Two. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm knocking on them hoes Big bang <laughs> I uh, love Big Crit <laughs> Yeah Big Crit's dope as fuck Hell yeah man But shit talking about fucking artists bro Brock Hampton retired this weekend Yep Been a long time coming though right I feel like it has been Like I mean you know like they've been They did that one show that one time And I saw the frustration with Kevin Abstract man yeah, I feel like <clears throat> Kevin Abstract to me kind of has carried the group for me. Like he's been the main person I wanted to hear, especially after like Amir Van left. Yeah, like, dude. I was kind of like, okay. Cause I, I wasn't, I'm not even gonna like front, I'm not like the biggest Brockhampton listener. I listened to a lot of their albums like back in the day. Like I I think like All American, like uh rejects or whatever the name of the album was i can't remember it's had the black and yellow cover and shit yeah trash and, i think it's all american trash yeah all american trash and even that for me back then was kind of like a mixed bag you know but I yeah still appreciate uh their music type shit mm-hmm. but yeah end of an era end of an era um, man yeah i feel shit. like it's it's the end of like the mega rap group era because that OFWGKTA kind of welcomed in, you know? Because mm-hmm. like that was a huge group. You really think like they had a lot of members in that bitch. Like when you actually had them all there, it'd be like, you know, and not even, and not all of them even rapped, but they just be there. You no, know what I'm they were just there. It's like, it's like uh, if Hood Lux was a group, not everybody's there doing the pod or like the shirts. Like it's just everybody who's just, gang you know like i feel yeah. like brock hampton was just gang exactly that's what mm-hmm. to me is a very important when you listen to their music i feel like because to me mm-hmm. personally i always fuck more with like brock hampton's slower songs 
okay. more than more than I fucked with, with their like bop bop songs. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But as of late, their bop bop songs have been like their best songs. And you know what I'm saying with like buzz cut and shit. You know, yeah. So it, like every album to me for Brockhampton is like a mixed bag. It's kind of fun in that way. Like you don't know, yeah. you don't know what you're gonna attach to. And like what sound you're going to really like. And it might be really long on the album, might be really short, but there's going to be some little gems. And then there's going to be some songs you, you're not going to go back to, you know? Mm-hmm. That's the pleasure in it. That's a, that's a, that's a good statement, man. As far as that, like mixed bag, like I feel like all three saturations were literally what they were like a saturation of just sound and music and, just yeah. different fucking shit going on like everybody like even like what's like one of the diverse i think like kevin abstract matt champion and joba were like so fucking diverse with their sound like joba mm-hmm. could rap and then he can also sing like you know at like all with his heart and like high pitch and shit like that yeah. so it's like he can hit them c notes and it's like damn dude you over here bringing some earth wind and fire type vibe type shit yeah i gotta dive into more of the uh like members because that do, does like does he have his own discography his own tapes and shit or is he mostly i don't think i ever saw joba stuff like being like a solo i feel like the only ones i seen were um oh kevin abstract of course mm-hmm. um amir van matt champion uh what's the crazy one that drag uh posted about the other day uh merlin <laughs> Merlin's funny. Merlin Wood. Uh, uh, <clears throat> uh one dude that he sings like a lot. He sounds like the main boy band type of guy in the group. Um, Bareface. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he's like he's I feel like he's more producer at heart. Cause I mean mm. the fucking the new album, The Family, was produced by him. Okay. Like I think it was like mostly produced by him, but then he also had help too as well. And then um He's like the one that sing on this song Summer. He's the main singer for Sugar. Right. And like all like they're like singy hits. Like yeah. you hear his voice. Right. I totally know who you're talking about just from his voice. That's yeah. And he's like the know? only motherfucker in that group that's from another country. Mm. Solely. Yeah. And I think uh, what's that one dude? Um, Jabari. Yeah. Jabari is uh, he's like the producer. So having only listened to um one of the albums and which al- what are the two albums again, bro? <laughs> the two albums that came out this week on Thursday, it was The Family, uh-huh. which that one I thought was the only album. And I was just a little upset when it was just Kevin Abstract. But then after a couple listens, I'm not really upset at all anymore. Okay. Um, and then that same day they were like, I guess, surprise album later on, uh, TM, which is the group together, but this was recorded in 2021. That's like, what I heard. Oh, you the, heard TM with the crazy cover. Oh no, the crazy cover. That's 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 the family. That's the family. Yeah, that's the family. Okay. It's got like all different types of shit on it. Like it's just yeah. crazy. Like it's cover. collage. It's a collage. Yeah, it's a collage of different yeah. things. Like it's uh-huh. like the end and all that stuff. But no, the other one is like a, a white cover with like 
little black stick figures. Okay. So I saw, I, I listened to the family and I haven't, I listened to it kind of like passively because I did want to like really check it out and shit. Mm-hmm. But I do have to sit down. I feel like I listen to it again. Yeah. Know? I like to listen to music like with headphones. Like usually I listen to music like at work or when I'm working. That <laughs> is my shit. vibe too. Yeah. Or like, yeah. gotta have that shit blasting in the whip. Uh huh. That too. That always works. Hmm. I, f- I feel like in the whip too, you can hear like parts of the beat. Well, I know you can hear parts of the beat you can't hear sometimes, you know? Yeah. Like little drums and shit. So that, that's always nice. Some, uh, some of like their old shit I like, like cranking up. Like, what was it? Like that one song they did, I think, uh, Boogie. Mm. That's just like a crazy, like, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like i just love that that crazy ass sound and they're just going like crazy on the fucking song yeah like that shit like definitely like wanted to like blast in the whip blast at a party type shit uh-huh yeah, I'm gonna yeah. Listen to, i gotta listen to it again buddy yeah For listen sure. to it again and let me know and then um for those listening i put out like a saturation of uh their music into a playlist some some songs from tyler some songs from isaiah rashad uh the one person you put me on to um yev tumor okay yeah yev tumor yeah i think that's yeah. how you pronounce it yeah uh, kerosene song yeah Vez, yeah he had um some good tapes too yeah dude I- i'll peep them too and i'm like damn this is mm-hmm. some slept on stuff right here, bro. And he had like a single that just got released not too long ago either. Yeah, he he makes some really like different music, you know, very soulful. Like yeah, soul, like soul rock type shit. If I could put it into a word, but still hip hoppy with like very, you know, repetitive drums and shit. It's it's dope. Mm-hmm. I fuck with his I music. I feel that. I like the different aesthetics that are coming out of uh, rap right now. You know, it's a lot of, uh, um, like, almost like, I don't want to say rock or, like, heavy metal, you know, but, like, people are taking it, taking it there to new places and shit, you know? I like it, like, when it, when it's not, like, uh, like a, not like a little loop or if it's like a little like um like a sample mm. like i guess like i'm not looking for like us like a like a a rap version of the sting song that juice world took from <laughs> was that one uh shadows in my room i forgot what the name of that song is yeah <laughs> but like you know what i'm saying like more of like a almost like a fresh like fresh sound of like rock yeah. like uh i think kenny mason is like a good example yeah there, and he has like some rock stuff yeah there's a lot of people pushing that paris like, texas uh, i was listening to paris texas the yeah. other day and i'm like all right but yeah people are uh, really using a lot of different music you know to draw inspiration from it's just cool mm-hmm. like rap is that big now you know like yeah it's, it's it's basically the new rock right now for us yeah it's a new rock it's also like it's pop too you know like 
it's been and it's been pop for a while. Think about it, like since Lil Wayne, Nicki Minaj, Drake, like hmm. Kanye, Kanye. Those are the first like real rap pop stars. Maybe yeah. even, you know Jay Z. You know type shit i was kind of hearing some of that stuff and like in the new brockhampton album like a lot of influence from kanye kind mm. of like expressing like how angry he feels like deep down about like all this bullshit that went on with the group mm. like he's like you don't know shit about me y'all don't know any shit about me like that was like oh that just sounds like like kanye going off on a beat like on yeezus or something like that like just from like a dark place yeah and then even like I, I like samples too. I I like that, um, though you know, I feel like that is something that even maybe um, before Kanye was kind of prevalent in a way, you know. Yeah, it was just like voicing the frustration, you know, like mm-hmm. venting that venting emotion on on uh, in in rap and shit, you know. Just being it's completely honest honest you know some i feel like it's really started kind of like or got maybe more popular like gangster rap you know mm-hmm. gangster rap they was talking some shit and it would be like they was really living it you know so it yeah. had that it had that intensity you know but now we don't have to keep talking about gangster shit and, and killing people and selling drugs you can talk about like real shit like things that everyday people are going through or self-doubt and you know all sorts of shit don't forget peace, love, and positivity. <laughs> that shit too. <laughs> yeah. That too. Like look at logic. Yeah. I don't know. I, I was I feel like he he wanted to express himself aside from all the rap shit because he was known for the rap shit, but then like he started like finding like different um different outlets to express himself and then people were were just not fucking with it and we're just like literally like i guess like in his moment of like experimenting they were just like man just stop fucking experimenting you fucking around just go go rap go yeah go do what you you know do what you do best (laughs) and then that motherfucker was like i'm gonna retire and it's like damn (laughs) (laughs) y'all want me be myself (laughs) type shit you know at the end of the day it's his art you know it's his art yeah Art comes from that place, you know, that you got to say what you're feeling type shit. As I've gotten older, I respect logic more as an artist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I might not always, like, be bumping his shit, mm-hmm. but it's like, I see what you were trying to do type shit, you know? Respect for doing the thing, you know? Exactly. For being you type shit, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I could be here complaining about it. Or I can over here, I'll be over here doing what I think he should be doing, but I'm gonna do it my way. Yeah, you know so what I'm Rick, saying? Like I'll, I'll just do it. Yep. So, so Rick, I want to put you on the spot right now. Okay. So I feel like I don't know if anyone's done this on the show. So we're having a very music. Yeah, we're having a music talk. So, bro, who's? I want to know who's your top five that you're listening to right now. Top five rap or top five artists. Top five artists, period, right now. Oh, shit. Okay, you already know number one, Brockhampton. Okay. That's just been, like, my my literal past, like, week. Um, I was bumping him. 
Uh, Ray Vaughn just dropped a song, and I fuck with Ray Vaughn. Like, Doghouse? Yeah, Doghouse is dope. Cocaine, cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was fucking with that shit. Um, Literally a lot of Brockhampton that I was liking. So I would say Brockhampton, West Side Gun. Same. Two, uh, three, Joey Badass. Okay. Was definitely one that I was going through a lot this past week. Um, I just got my fix done with the cure, so I'd still put them at number four. And go, fifth artist go. of the week, I will say Drake. Drake. Yeah. Drake. That. <laughs> Drake. <laughs> what? <laughs> Gotta put like toilet paper, act like it's that bandana he was wearing. <laughs> that headband, that big ass headband. Drake! He says you were funny as hell. Bro. But yeah, Drake. Uh I guess so. I would put like a, I would put it as a tie of um Drake and Thundercat, because I just finished drunk, like not even like a week and a half ago, and I fucked with that album heavily. Yeah, Thundercats too. Yeah, bro. Like I, I, I wouldn't say he slept on because I mean he's got like hits. He's he's definitely somebody who who was like a radio type of person that can live on the radio. But at the same time, you know, he's not just a radio artist. He's he's just musically fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree because he played bass for us. He and he has for like so many artists like um. On stuff you don't even know, you know, like you don't know that th- that's Thundercat on that bass on fucking damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, no, but he's there like doing shit. So you're totally right. He's accredited. You know, we might not know, or a lot of people might not know, but he, he's a shit for sure. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, especially like, was it that one album, the the last album that Mac put out by himself before he died, Swimming, right? I was telling this to our boy Vic the other day when I was out there. I think this was the weekend before I saw him at your house. We were at his house. I was like, dude, did you know Blood Orange was on Swimming? Mm. Like, he was like some background vocals on Swimming. And then, like, that one song, Small Worlds, you got that one dude, John Mayer, playing guitar on that motherfucker. Yeah. You know, like, just like, and then Jid, Jid's on the song um, Self-Care. Like he's he's background vocals on that song. So many like artists that are like hidden throughout the album. Snoop <laughs> Snoop Dogg was part of it too. Uh, yeah. That one song, "What's the Use?" and Thundercat was definitely the bass on that song. So I'm like, there's like so many fucking artists that can contribute to music that nobody really pays attention to. In fact, when "To Pimp a Butterfly" came out by Kendrick Lamar, like. I didn't know any of these artists. I'm like, oh, I see Thundercat. Maybe he's just like an old artist. And I'm like, no. Like when you yeah. start seeing like the bigger picture, I'm like, damn, he's young. And yeah. then like you start like looking at everything. I'm like, damn, he's hanging out with Mac Miller. He's you know he's he's making music with Kendrick and all this other shit. He used to fucking be the basis for Smashing Pumpkins. I'm like, dude, what the fuck have I been living under a rock like with music uh-huh. like all my entire life? And I. Yeah, the more I kept learning, I'm like, this is just fucking great. Yeah, that's how it is. It's, it's cool to uh, learn how fucking uh, how much work people really have done. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you 
even if you go back and watch like old old shit like i was watching uh a while ago like david bowie like live performances and he had fucking luther vandross doing background vocals luther vandross nigga like i was like what and i was like this is crazy you know what i'm saying so yeah there's just little things sprinkled throughout like music history type shit you know that are just there and people might not know but if you like if you know you're just like damn that's crazy Mm-hmm. you know or like Jimi hendrix you know Jimi hendrix was a part of like little richard's band and shit you know what i'm saying like oh yeah which little richard is like the the godfather of rock and roll period mm-hmm. you know people don't want to talk about the godfather of rock was a black gay man but we don't talk about that but anyway that's crazy little richard's dope and single-handedly like leads into like Jimi hendrix and all this other music that leads into everything else you know mm-hmm. so yeah I'm totally with you, bro. It's cool. Music, music history is cool, bro. For sure. It's one of those things you could sit and just watch like documentary after documentary about it. Really like immerse yourself in, you know. I'm gonna take a quick pee break. Okay, pee pee face. It just sucks when you have to like really just pee out of nowhere type shit. Yeah. That's one of those like horror movie things. It's like that shit will get you killed, bro. Literally, I would be like, dude, can you just give me a second to just pee? Or that's, I'll just fucking pee myself and I'm just like, just fucking get it over with. I swear. That that will be my demise. Like, I have to take a shit. No, we have to go. I gotta take a shit before we leave. Just leave him behind. No. <laughs> just drive off. Behind. Jason. <laughs> Jason just slices me in half. <laughs> Why you're in tickets? She's like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> one of them stupid. Goofy ass shit, yeah. Hey, yeah, one of them stupid ass like Sam Raimi transitions, like right <laughs> in my face, <laughs> like a little. Ooh. It's just like. That's to them trying to start the shit, car bro. and shit. That's yeah. <laughs> but no, that that definitely would be what would do me in, bro. Man, shit. We were, you were just finishing talking about rock and roll. I don't fucking know what I was talking about. We were talking about, we were talking about music history in this motherfucker. Music history, yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say I'm the most educated, but, you know, from what I've learned, music is great. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Shit, I feel like you, you the type of person to sit back and watch a documentary if it comes up on YouTube type shit you know what i mean i would and like most times it's even just like bands i don't really know too much about and i'm just curious about them like fuck yeah like there was one i think i watched with my dad and it was uh 30 seconds to mars don't even listen to 30 seconds to mars but i do know jared leto and then watching that and like I think they were trying to get out of their stupid ass contract and it was really hard for them to get out of it. And you see like the struggle of an artist who wants to do what they can do, but they can't because they're like, you know, they're being like, you know, ran by a corporation that just literally just milks them for money, you know? Oh yeah. That's how it is. And most of the time, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's, why there's so many like indie artists and shit now you know yeah. people, people are independent like we'll do it ourselves mm-hmm. when you think about it like there's no reason not to like 
we have the technology, nigga. Like it's here. Go for it. It's all on us type shit, you know? Yeah. For real. It's not even that it has to be all on us, but it's better if it is. Like it's it's better if it all benefits us Mm -hmm. than to benefit someone else and they gotta take a cut. Like, no, like create your own like wealth type shit, you know. If you were asked to sign for like 10 million and you can bring hood Lux as your label under per se Sony, would you do it? 10 million? Like right now? Yeah. How long is the contract? Man? It's a eight album contract. Eight album contract? What the fuck? I'll put out eight albums on the quicks. <laughs> Bro, I'll be dropping albums like NBA Youngboy in this bitch. <laughs> All right, we we finna up the ante. We're gonna we're gonna be like 10 million, 20 albums within a within a five year span. I mean, within a, wait, 20 albums in five years? Them albums gonna sound like shit. <laughs> and that's what probably happens too. It is though, part. yeah. I'm out for the hey, 20. That's too much, folks. No, he's giving you 10 million. You better uh, do this shit. No, I'll be like, hey, hey, I'll take the NBA young boy thing back, bro. Like, hey, <laughs> go back to that. Like, hell no. But I mean, for where I am, and if it was a contract that was like a decently finite amount of times, so like I can see the end of five years. You know what I'm saying? I can see mm-hmm. the end of six years. I can see the end of no like 20-year contract, you know, or like 10-year contract. And you get in this huge cut of my shit. Like, mm-hmm. nah, nah. But like, <laughs> for like five years, shit. I'd be crazy not to take that shit. Like, All right, give me 10 million. Like, shit. We level up. Hey, let's go. <laughs> what would we you up? have to do? Like, you'd have to do four albums a year. For 20 albums? If I'm doing a 20 album deal? Yeah, four albums. But shit, I- I'll pump them out, I guess. I have hella features. I'm going to do an album just producing. We're gonna... <laughs> it's going to be like seven track albums. It's going to be a beat tape, a couple beat <laughs> tapes in there. It's going to be. Yeah, that counts too. We'll, we'll be like, yeah, like that counts too. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Loophole, bitch. It's going to be nah. one minute songs. Fuck you. <laughs> you stupid bitch. You took my money because you ain't shit. You dirty. <laughs> That's a song right there, boy. <laughs> Put that shit on the track. <laughs> It'd be some just dumb shit. <laughs> I God. This album's fucking terrible, bro. Don't fucking buy it. <laughs> Please buy it. <laughs> it's a piece of shit. <laughs> God. Like, what was it? Like, when Tyler was, like, promoting Wolf, like, he was calling it out in garbage already before it even came out. Yeah. He purposely made a shitty album, but that shit sounded good either way. Yeah, Tyler's fun like that. Mm-hmm. He's, he's been aging. He ages well, type shit. I feel like his music ages. He has, well. dude. Like, yeah. like, did you expect Igor to be what it was? Um... Not, not necessarily, but once I started seeing shit drop for it and stuff, then it was like, okay, yeah, 
in the you know the album cover and shit. It was like, okay, he's just going full throttle and what whatever the fuck he feels like doing in this fucking moment, which mm-hmm. you know that's kind of what I feel like most of the best art kind of is like just be you in that moment, bro. He killed that shit. It, mm-hmm. it was that was a fun album. I like the colors and the like he gives his albums aesthetics, you know what I mean? And that's a part of it now too in this like this this industry now where there's music videos and you know you you have themes tying up your entire album. You it's good to have a tied in aesthetic. Even like Kendrick does that, you know. With yeah, the pimp, he does have an aesthetic. Like the pimp had its own aesthetic though, you know. Like the pimp had the black and white and old school, you know, and kind of like neon sometimes. Whereas like damn was kind of like all colors was kind of like drowned out of that album mm. i feel like like it was gray mm-hmm. type shit and then now mr morale is kind of like lots of like brown and 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 just like positive vibes type shit mm-hmm. you know i don't know but i feel like people are going with like aesthetics for their albums more you know, it's, it's, and that's kind of fun to see too. You know, mm-hmm. I like seeing that shit, and that's been being. I think a lot of times that's like unintentional. You know, like yeah, you just like when you when you hear a song, you know, how like you can hear a song and shit. And you'd be like, damn, I I imagine this is the music video. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of like that's what they're doing with their own music type shit. You know, all the purpose and shit they hide in there that's fair yeah i i would literally imagine a lot of different shit with albums like having that some people make albums that sound like really good soundtracks for movies yeah do you ever like is there any song that sticks out to you maybe maybe this is a reach but is there any song that sticks out to you now when i say that like she was like damn i'll make a music video of that song and this is what it will have um Sometimes I kind of like like a music video. How can I think of it? Like, is there any Mac Miller song you be listening to? Like, damn, this should have been a music video. Like, I saw the music video a different way. Mm. You know, like, uh, I guess like the Mac Miller song "Self Care." Like I talked about earlier. Um, in that music video, he was in a coffin. Right. And he carved out Memento Mori, which meant, I guess it means like you're supposed to die or some shit. Yeah. I never really looked to it like too deep into that, but like he was punching himself out of the coffin and then he made himself into the afterlife and that was oblivion. And that it's like self-care is like a two-part song that's not really titled like that. It's just called self-care, but like that that other side of the song, I guess if it did have a title, it, it would be like oblivion okay but for some reason i saw it like just different but i don't know i kind of appreciate it for what it is now but he's just kind of like fucking like there's so many fucking explosions going off in oblivion that he just keeps like flying and floating all around and shit like that what did you see uh what did you imagine type shit the picture he was painting like let's go back to my crib and let's just play some 45s it's safer here i could see a war outside and then i kind of just saw him with a girl or like even just kind of like like a little like 
bop like because it kind of just has like that slow little like that or i think i have another song in mind that that actually i think didn't get a music video uh 20 minutes which is by um little uzi vert have you heard that song i don't know that one for some reason gives me like rock like ozzy Mm -hmm. osbourne type vibes like if yeah what do you what do you imagine type shit Oh shit! I I can imagine like Uzi just like I don't know just having some wild ass hair just like in your face singing. He's at, he's like the rock star at a concert, and that's literally okay. like he's you know like, like at a concert and some girls just like literally like fucking hypnotized, and then he's like talking to her and it's like he's almost gonna like just take her and like he's just like speaking to her but he's like bloody mouth and just kind of like just fucking looking like a creature like a creature of the night like just like a monster a werewolf. Like almost like some thriller shit. Like some thriller shit meets Ozzy Osbourne. That's not like, like I be... literally just copied the fucking Ozzy Osbourne video in my head, but like that's just what I pictured. Especially that as a kid, like... I used to always love shit like that. Yeah, that sounds like it would be like cool, animated or some shit too. Yeah, and I think they what they did create like an animated video, but it was just kind of like a loop. I a don't loop like cartoon. when they do that. I hate no. That. What do they call those? It's uh. Not uh, a lyric video, but it's a uh, video graphic or some shit. Visualizer, official visualizer. Yeah, that's to me isn't even a visualizer because visualizers. I guess it is a visualizer because it loops, but sometimes it'd be like a whole video that they started filming and didn't show you the whole thing or something. Mm-hmm. Like, Man, just show me the fucking video, bro. Like, you're fucking with me. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, like I want to see a full video, like. Give it to me. I know you have the money to pay the artist to make the whole thing. And it is fucking up. Or maybe the artist is like really difficult at heart. And he's just like, no, I don't like this shit. And it's like, all right, fuck it. You're wasting our time. <laughs> You're done. Yeah. Maybe they tax and type shit or something too. They tax and too. Yeah. Like one video that never made it to life was Logic's song Buried Alive. And he was filming it. Like it was even on MTV. Like they're showing him filming the video and he was like in a Rorschach costume from like Watchmen. What the fuck? And like he's on top of like a like a train that's supposed to be like a moving train, like CGI'd. And it actually like, sounds cool. It does sound cool. And like I guess he's supposed to be going try he's like time traveling or some shit. He's like going through different like stages of time. And yeah, it never fucking came to life. Wow, that sucks. Yeah, because it's just like, I wonder what would have happened if it came out, you know? Yeah, I actually like want to see that shit now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anything like R- Rorschach, that. like comic book shit. Okay, I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, hell yeah, that sounds cool, though. I'll have to send you the, the little behind the scenes clip of what they were like filming at the time. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Oh. What did you have in mind? Because I know that that was, a, that was a really good question of yours. What did you have in mind as far as like a song that never got a music video or maybe it did and it just wasn't what you pictured? You know what? I can't even think of one right now. It's, that's a, like, it's a question I asked you that's like too hard to answer. <laughs> no, nah, if I had to think of one, I would say probably um it would probably be like some heavy metal shit to be honest that's fair like uh like gojira 
<laughs> I knew you were going to say that shit. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, I've been listening to their music for so long, and I know what their songs are, like, all about, too, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, like, it'd be easy to make something fitting to them. Like, they have a song called, like, Global Warming. It's basically about... It's basically just a song. It's, like, a heavy metal song. So you probably wouldn't get all the lyrics if you listen to it but basically he's just talking about like like some crazy like uh civilization that's pretty much ending and it's like yeah the aliens brought them and uh brought them to this planet and they destroyed it and shit and now it's gonna be destroyed type shit Mm -hmm. and they never made a music video for that but i would make some like crazy like cool Probably some animated shit, you know, or even like claymation, like a claymation, like a claymation, like like a claymation, like world, like going around or some shit. And then maybe it shows the people and shit. And then it zooms out and you can see the world like slowly kind of descending into like chaos or some shit like that. I would do something like that, like something weird. I've always loved claymation for some reason. Like, I don't know what it is like. Like, you know, when you brought up, like, the other day you were watching that um, Wendell and Wild movie, like, I still have to watch it. <laughs> I still have to watch it. I, I'm glad that this week I don't really have second jobs, so I can literally, like, you know, kind of enjoy some of the days. Oh, that's you know? good. Yeah, it's going to be really relaxing after work. I can cook, clean, whatever, and then also just chill at the same time. But um, I'm going to have to, like, definitely put some time watching it. But yeah, it's really cool because that's like stuff I grew up in, like loved. Because I'm like, it was so different. Like it was, yeah, just, yeah. Like it, it just it brought you into a world. Exactly. Yeah. And you would love for that to bring you into a world too, like the claymation, and it, nobody realizes how much time and effort's put into this shit, and for it was not even appreciated. It's just kind of like, damn, like a kick in the chest. I feel like that is the same thing too with like a lot of like maybe some of the old mediums that we grew up seeing more like um um what is it like stop motion effects which is claymation Mm -hmm. but also the other like practical effects like in the thing and shit and Mm -hmm. you know like people actually drawing shit frame by frame like you don't see that shit as much anymore but when you see it you can tell you know what i'm saying like your eye can tell Versus when it's like a CGI, like Pixar character or whatever, that's more prevalent and cost effective these days and shit. Yeah. Like, so like, I kind of like appreciate those mediums just that little bit more, I guess, for that. Mm-hmm. And it is, I, I don't know if maybe because we grew up seeing it more or whatever, but that kind of mediums, those kind of effects and shit kind of just like take me to a different place than the shit that we see nowadays in most movies or, you know, in, in, in different music videos and shit. Now I just, cause you know, I'm a Godzilla fan, bro. Yeah. Like, I, I was that kid that was like looking at Godzilla as a, like a fucking monster, not some guy in a suit, you know? Yeah. So like <laughs> for me, like does for, for me, it being there and actually being there on the camera and shit, like does the trick for me to like okay that looks like it's real versus like a computer generated godzilla or some shit you know 
or I think the best balance nowadays is like both, if you can, like practical shit with touched up CGI, because that's kind of how they do like when they went wild and all the claymation shit nowadays mm-hmm. too. You know, like they they touch it up with CGI and poster as CGI effects to you know their bare bones claymation shit. But that movie was wrong, bro. You need to watch that shit. I think you'll love it. Yeah, I, I can't wait to watch it. Uh, might take some time over the weekend and then just sit back, enjoy it. Yeah, I think you will. It was some good, like, Halloween-y shit, too. Yeah, and that's, like, the thing. Like, that was, like, the whole, like, aesthetic for, like, the time of the season. Just to, like, kind of kick back and watch that. It was kind of cool for me to share it to my niece, too, because she really loves scary shit. Mm-hmm. And then, like... I feel like she might relate in some ways too, like, you know, just being kind of like, I don't know, just like, it's like her finding her like nightmare before Christmas, like her finding her own like Coraline. I know she actually loves Coraline, but like, I don't know for like her age and like, especially like now, Mm -hmm. like, I feel like she could probably relate to it. Yeah, I think so too. I think a lot of kids could, bro definitely especially if your kids you know how kids are when they start hitting like to that age when they want to like fit in more or mm-hmm. you know seem cooler or whatever the fuck that yeah like, i feel like that's a good movie to show them to where they're gonna feel like you know what fuck this shit <laughs> oh man over the weekend too i forgot to tell you this um have you seen the movie smile you know what? No, we didn't, but we wanted to, bro. We did. You guys should watch Smile. Bro, where did you... Where, how? How'd you see it? Oh, it's fucked up. <laughs> I gave you guys the Paramount Plus thing, which you guys haven't signed in yet, right? <laughs> no, bro. Uh, I don't even oh know if you... God. Uh, bro, uh, you probably given it to me like three times, and I've just been like... <laughs> I'll be like, yeah, we just got uh, Netflix, and I'll be on Disney Plus, bro. Yeah, I am. The, I am that grown man who will watch fucking Marvel cartoons. I don't give a fuck what you say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching Spectacular Spider-Man and I'm almost Ooh. done. <laughs> no, it's Spectacular Spider-Man. Is that the one that has a theme song like Spectacular? Yeah. Spectacular Spider-Man. Bro, that was the shit. Saturday morning cartoons. Bro, that Spider-Man writing was good as fuck. Yeah, it was. If they I had made, a good time watching that one. You know, I had to tell Gregory, bro. I was like, I was yeah. like, you know, Spider-Man is Gregory's shit. Spider-Man like Daredevil, bro. And I was like, bro, I've been watching Spectacular Spider-Man. And he's like, bro, that shit was cold. They should have yeah. never, I guess they canceled it. Like it only got really? like, yeah, I only got like the one season. They they didn't like finish it, I guess. But bro, um, he was like, dude, you know what he said? He said, bro, they need to do some shit like that, but they need to do it like TVMA, like for adults. Oh, yeah. Like how they're doing like uh, Harley Quinn right now with uh, HBO Max. Fuck yeah, dude. Just some dark shit, you know? How is that? Have you seen that? <laughs> no, but I find it hilarious every time I see something about it. Okay. How, like, why is it hilarious? I think it's like just the writing just like the dialogue that's spat out like it's, it's just not good wild no it's just wild okay they're just talking about nah, yeah I'm not, I'm not i'm not thinking like it's like a dumb show or like it shouldn't have been made i think it's it's so different okay 
Yeah, once DC was like changing their shit with like HBO Max, like what they are no, they didn't even start on HBO Max, right? Didn't everything start on like Amazon Prime or they had their own app, the DC yeah. app. Mm-hmm. When they started showing like what Titans, and then that dude like said fuck Batman, uh Robin, or yeah. he was Nightwing already. I think he was like Nightwing already, and he was like <laughs> fuck Batman. I was like, damn, <laughs> the hard F. Niggas like, don't like that, man. Yeah, and then they're just like they're going for adult audiences, and I'm, I'm all for like when they do shit for like adults and everything like that. Because I feel like it's sometimes it's true to the comic. It's not like because they want to do it. Yeah, a lot of the time things are just more true. It's like Im- imagine a world where, if we lived in a world where like Deadpool was PG, you know, motherfuckers would be losing their fucking shit. Yeah. Like, you know, a cartoony, just cheesy, corny Deadpool movie where the motherfucker, what, maybe he does have his mouth sewn shut. And he's just like a fucking, like, what? Like, he's just like, we're just trying to think what he's fucking saying. And people are just trying to, like, make up his dialogue. Like, nah, fuck that shit, bro. It sounds like a nightmare. It would be a fucking nightmare. Like, (laughs) that. I'm glad we live in a world where they finally said, fuck it. R-rated movie with Deadpool. Let's see how it works. And it did. Did Did you see Black Panther yet? No. Oh, he did dude. though, right? Bro. To me, that was the best movie of the phase so far. And it's not close. It's not close. It's not close. That that was like to me, that's up there with like Winter Soldier, bro. If to me, that's better than Winter Soldier. That's that's that was that's better. Really good. To me, that was better than like Spider-Man. That was better than Doctor Strange in the multiverse. And I and I watched. I rewatched Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness last night at like 3 a.m. And <laughs> and just needing to know which one I liked better. And I yeah. know it's it's Black Panther too. That Damn, one I, dude. I liked better. And it's not because Multiverse of Madness is like a bad movie or nothing. It has its flaws and shit, but Black Panther is just like an intense like fucking movie, like from start to finish. And it didn't filter anything out somehow, like even with Disney producers and shit, they didn't skimp on fucking just saying what they needed to say about everything. I feel like, yeah, I, I feel I feel like they probably did a really good job. And like, I'm not even gonna say probably. I'm I'm feeling like I I truly get it. You know, like I was just really skeptical based on like Chadwick Boseman or not even a replacement being in the movie. That it's just like, yeah. how the fuck do they just jump? to that you know what i'm saying like it's i'm glad they kept everything under wraps for the most part and then like you know that the the reveal was definitely worth the wait yeah because for me i'm not even gonna lie going into this movie you can ask sam you can ask drake like bro i was not for like i I was team recast like i want t'challa i want to see badass t'challa like that we got in the comics who was like part of the Illuminati, one of the smartest men on the fucking Marvel universe. You know what I'm saying? Like on the planet. Like that's who I. That's what I wanted. But by the end of the movie, I'm be honest, they sold me, bro. I, I don't need him to come back. Type shit. Like he he passed away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If they, if they if they're choosing not to recast him, and they're doing this multiverse shit, it doesn't even mean that he can't come back. And you know Some later way on, yeah, exactly. It just means right now we're gonna do something else and we'll probably get t'challa later and i'm pretty sure it might even be the way of like they introduced at the very end oh you spoiled yourself huh yeah. you just you just can't none of you people can help yourself huh? 
I'm you terrible. Did you did it. Christian did it. Jagger did it. Like, just come a on, shitty man. person at heart, bro. Just no, no, person. don't say all that. No, <laughs> I mean it like that. <laughs> no, no. You gotta, no. Let, you gotta let yourself enjoy the reveal type shit, bro. No, but I mean, if you don't care, then you don't care. <laughs> I don't think I've cared about spoilers since maybe. 2014 2015 yeah i stopped caring about it like i was just like fuck it because i think i even spoiled avengers age of ultron for myself but i still in the theater got the impact of the movie like that was the one thing like you could read and be like oh quicksilver died he and then like when you watch that shit that was fucking like oh shit like he was just like i didn't see that coming I hated that shit. Dude, that shit pissed me off. Yeah, but yeah, I totally get kill his ass already, bro. I I get you, though. Because sometimes I'll be spoiling shit, too, and I'll just go and still see it, and I'll be like, okay, like, you know, I know, but, you know, it don't change the experience for me. No. It's just a movie. It's just a movie at the end of the day, but it's still something that's like a visual experience. Like, you know, that shit can make you laugh. That shit can make you cry. Bro, I fucking cried yesterday in the first couple of seconds of a Christmas story Christmas because he started playing that fucking music at the beginning. I'm like, I'm fucking crying. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I fucking violin or some shit in the beginning. I'm just like, man, what the fuck, man? I didn't have to start this shit like this, bro. Rick really felt that shit, G. Bro, oh my God. I'm dead as hell. Bro, It'd be like, like that's that, how though. It felt, man. Like, I was like, nostalgia. They just had yeah. to fucking hit nostalgia in the first couple of seconds, bro. I'm just like, uh-huh. motherfuckers. Indiana, we only know for a Christmas story. Gary. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Corn. Corn. Hey, and, and, and I guess racism, right? <laughs> Casual racism. Motherfuckers suck. But you're not in Indiana, so why you even? You don't have to worry about that Indiana shit no more. You Ricky Rockford face. So. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you in Illinois? The Democrats got my state. license. <laughs> yeah, I know. You better get that shit fixed, boy. I do need to. Like, nope. but dude, that's the thing. Like, so when I when I give them that license, that I I surrender that shit. And then I have to go ahead and go based on their shit. Like, so that means I have to do the written test all over again. And then I have to do the driving course again. Fuck. I'm like, bro. <laughs> but I mean, it's not like you're going to fail. No. That written shit, you know what the secret is? With the written shit? The mm. signs. Look the at signs. the signs. Look at the signs right up until you leave the motherfucking car. And then go... And ace that bitch. And then just take the online test and memorize the questions. I hope it's just that. Because like, I think, I don't know if everything, I think it was like an online test, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that's how it is. They be having the questions online and you just take like, like practice tests. And those will be most of the questions you'll get asked. And then just look at the signs in the car and you'll probably pass. And then take that lady driving. But go to speed limit. Don't be driving like we be driving now. Like adults. No. You got to drive like you look scared. A scared team. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, that's how I was. <laughs> Watching the first, time, the first time I did that. Nah. 
<laughs> I thought you talking about Christmas stories too. <laughs> no, that's how I was when I was doing like my driving test. Like when uh, I only took it once too, by the way. Like the driving test, uh-huh. uh, I was scared shitless, bro. Like the entire time, like the lady said, like left. I'm out, I was going fucking right. She's like, no, I said left. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh and shit. I think she even said I was supposed to stop at the stop. Sounds like <laughs> you didn't pass, bro. I passed. I don't know Yo. how the fuck I passed, but I fucking passed. Like, I was surprised. She's like, you passed. I'm like, oh, my God. Thank you. Nice. So, I'll kiss you right up, but thank you. Damn, you kissed her? Yeah, bro. That was nice. Damn. You were there. Oh. <laughs> no, <Nah>, I'm playing. <laughs> we no. first took our picture together, but then I had to shut No, I can't. I can't save that one. So I had to take that one home. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Wow, I can't believe you said, wow, Rick is a little hoe. No. I was a hoe. He was a whore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. But nah, that's how I was too in that bitch. I just fucked up the parking, I remember, really bad. Oh, really? The parking, like, I, I was barely in that space, bro. But I passed. I was like, all right, cool. I was surprised I actually did really good with the parking. Compared Bro. to everything else, yeah. Damn. That was the only thing, like, I, I think I went over a few times before I actually actually took it. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Oh, nice. Shit, if you could part, you can drive. Not too Come bad, on. right? Yeah, damn near. If you could park, you can drive. Come on, man. <laughs> Dri- you didn't tell me. Park. Can't, yeah. You can tell me that, man. <laughs> 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 I was gonna ask you, uh, you asked me earlier, but what what's your five top artists of the week? Damn, I don't think you're gonna ask me for nah man. I, I'm trying my best to, to remember shit before I start going everywhere. <laughs> I feel like we already been everywhere and shit too. <laughs> we have been. But for me, who, who I have been listening to, I'm with you right there on West Side Gun. Mm-hmm. West Side Gun is 10, bro. Like that album was crazy. What I happened like, to nine? What you mean? What happened to nine? Because that was the tenth one he's made so far. Right. I don't know. What you mean? I like think, you didn't, so it like, didn't come out or some shit? So I don't know if he counts side B because I think he had like a side B of that Hermes, Hermes shit. Hermes. Yeah, isn't it Hitler wears Hermes? Yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, so that's like his his like you know like albums and shit most times. So it went from like Hitler wears Hermes eight, then Her- Hitler wears Hermes eight side B, file caps, peace fly God, then ten. Okay, I I'm gonna I'm think that side B is nine. Mm. But yeah, he's dude. He's made like a lot of fucking projects, and I need to go through this shit. One I probably heard more songs off of was what's this one called? Oh, Pray for Paris. Pray for Paris? Yeah, he's got that song. Uh what's that one? 327 featuring Tyler the Creator and Billy Esco. Oh, and Joey Badass too. Okay. Yeah. That was a pretty good song. But like, yeah, when I listened to the entire album 10, I got put on to um, 
what's her name? Armani Caesar. Okay, yeah. Armani Caesar's cold too. For real? Yeah, have you have you listened to Armani Caesar? I heard it on the album. Yeah, dude, her uh she's got a song with Kodak Black. It's called uh Diana. It's dope. It's really dope. Yeah. She be okay. spitting, dude. Like I really fuck with her vibe. She's I think she's under um yeah, she's under Griselda. Mm. Yeah, she does. She does like a lot of the same almost kind of beats like West Side Gun. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I fuck so with she that. She can flow for sure. Yeah, I like that's what I like about West Side Gun. His beats are like um like like they're kind of out there, you know. I fuck with it. Like I like that he just kind of rap on whatever. And the wrestling references too. Maybe yeah, I know you I know you were in, I know you were in heaven with that shit. Yeah. But yeah, for me, um West Side Gun is up there. I'm not doing this in no uh, specific order. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going. Um I actually went back and I was listening to uh the house is burning deluxe, and uh, mm. Isaiah, Isaiah, Isaiah Rashad, yeah, yeah, bro, that one was fucking dope too. Mm-hmm. Going back, a few songs I skipped, like the song with like a Mindy and shit, but the shit that's good was kind of really good. Like, yeah, I like Don't Shoot, fucking Nine uh, Eight Freestyle, all that shit was kind of fire to me. So I, I went back and listened to that the day too. Chad, like there's some good ass songs on there. What so, you said. yep. And then from there, I guess who else I've been listening to still bumping. Um, I'm gonna go Kenny Mason. See, it, it was either gonna be Kenny Mason or Baby King. So I've just been kind of casually listening to them. I went back and listened to that deluxe version of um, the melodic Baby blue. Yeah, the melodic blue. And also just um like Kenny Mason had dropped a music video, I think, this week. Or it really? came up, it can't I think it was either a music video he dropped this week or it came up in my recommended this week. But I checked it out and it was pretty cool. So I went back and listened to him. So those are all on the same like page. But other than that, at the drive-in, rock band, fucking dope rock band, very mm progressive like uh hardcore like kind of like punk music i recommend it i recommend them and then from there i guess my last like real artist i guess i'll be listening to i'm gonna say uh fucking mild high club <laughs> i felt the I need to say go- i remember mile high club yeah, I thought to need to just go through their first like couple albums and their old album had came up in my recommended. And it was like they're just kind of like some indie nice vibes, you know. They're like to their namesake. It's like mm-hmm. some mild, mild high shit. Like you're just chilling. You know? Okay. But it's kind of like Tame and Polly, their first two albums. And I was kind of noticing to me like their last album was a little bit more like folky. Mm. Like had like more folk elements and fun instruments like uh what's that shit called like an accordions and shit like just mm. just like different stuff but still kind of that same upbeat indie pop indie indie rock music you know mm-hmm. that if that's what you're into 
So I've just been kind of all over the place this week, but I haven't been in no like new albums per se, besides the Brockhampton shit. Right. Yeah. That's I didn't even know about that. Listen to. Okay. Yeah. If when you don't, if if I don't have you to tell me shit, I won't know that shit's going on. To be honest, <laughs> I'll be like, "Oh, what happened?" And you'll be like, "Yeah, Brock Hampton's." I'm like, "What, bro? What? Yeah, it it's so weird. Like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I already knew that they were like gonna be done, and like that was the thing. And then they even had like a couple of letters written. Like, it just sucks because like I think they wanted them all to be on that album. Like, they mm-hmm. wanted the group Brock Hampton on, like you know on their final album the family but bro like all the shit that just culminated with them just like breaking up like they don't even talk anymore i'm just like what the fuck and they just did a concert last night that's how it always seems to go unfortunately like they they ride that train till the wheels kind of fall off you know because yeah i feel like they be needing like time apart creative people like it's good to collaborate but at the same time like if you're a creative person at this you have your your own vision that mm-hmm. you need that you feel your need to fulfill and you can't always do that with what how many motherfuckers is in that group you know like a mm-hmm. bunch <laughs> just like i i want my own time to to do my thing hopefully they all kind of make it and and can go up from where they're at so i feel like I they're all talented that, yeah. You know, I feel like they're all pretty talented, you know. Mm-hmm. And at this point, as being a part of Brockhampton, I feel like they have the experience or even if like three of them go off and form a little group, you know, like a little trio or a couple trios, some shit. That I feel like that's good for, for rap, too. Yeah. But, but keep making shit like they're dope. Mm-hmm. They're dope. Would you be surprised if they like still came back? No. Honestly, I feel like in this world of never ending, like people retiring and coming back and retiring, it's like WWE, motherfucker. Like <laughs> people are going to come back if that check is there and the people want it, you know? Mm-hmm. So if like if the people want it or if they say like we want another Brockhampton tour or like I'm sure they'll fucking do it. Maybe not like in next year, maybe in three years, maybe 10 years, who knows? But like. I feel like it's definitely wouldn't be surprising if eventually they come back. I'd be surprised if it's like within like a short amount of time. Yeah, it's like, damn, you guys didn't even give that shit to settle. Right. I feel like especially with I'm going off really what you're telling me. Mm-hmm. Like if if they were that fucking like kind of sick of each other, they're just like, hey, put this out, we're done. Fuck the label, we're done. They might just need time to let things chill. You know, rise yeah. shit up. That's, that's I would just say, how it man. Is. I would say, go ahead and finish that the family album. Like, finish it all the way through, and then like, kind of like tell me what you think, because like at the, even at the very end, he kind of like says what he says about them. You know, like not in a negative way, but more of a like, like I miss y'all. Like, I hope everything is like you know good in the future and shit like that. I know you mm-hmm. guys don't talk to me. You don't answer me right now. But hey, like, like I hope we all still like make it like how we said we were gonna make it. Yeah, who's that talking, Kevin? Yeah. Okay. That's the thing. Like, even like if Bareface like was the one that was producing it, we only hear him like once. 
in the fucking right. album. And it sounded like it was like an old snippet, like the way he's saying, the way he's saying, like it sounds like a snippet of an old song. So I don't know if that was just taken from an old song that he's like, he just sampled that part or if he actually re-recorded some vocals, but it's Kevin abstract, the entire project. So that's why I felt like when I listened to it, I'm like, it's a good Kevin abstract album. The family, the one I heard. Yeah. Okay. Cause it's all Kevin abstract, but, um, but like, as far as like when me like listening over and over, I saw somebody say like, this is the best Brockhampton album ever. I'm just like, I mean, to me, Brockhampton is just that group. Right. I think of all their voices. I think of how much they all contribute to make a good song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think of just one solo artist, you know, as here's Brockhampton. A, yeah, here's a question for you. Do you think that they ever touched or reached? Uh, would you say that they reached their full potential as a group during this time when you think of, because you've listened to them a lot more than me. I feel like that's something a Brockhampton fan would want you to 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 touch on. Like, I feel like they were they were definitely like going in a direction of you know probably like reaching like their best you know stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean they they made it to where they started off as a group in 2009 that wasn't called Brockhampton; it was called something else, and then. As time went on, 2016, that Brockhampton album came out, All American Trash. From 16 all the way to 2022, they reached some really good heights, but like nothing to where it's like, oh, this is the peak. This is the, you know, this is the elite, you know, shit that we're going to be getting all the time. Like it still sounded like they were still like struggling at some points. That's what I wanted. That's how I feel too. Like, I don't feel like they ever 100% meshed and made it work. Mm-hmm. And it, and it kind of shows in some of their music, mm-hmm. but not in like a very like blaring way of like, Oh, their music's bad, but just like their music always wasn't, they weren't always able to take all these elements and just make them work. No, shit. it wasn't like a pure, I, you know what? Ginger to me is a really cohesive project okay i'd say that's their to me that was like a a really defining project to where Mm -hmm. i'm like if i had to really put somebody on i mean it would be uh i think like a fan type of thing to be like i'll listen to all the saturation albums to me like that's that's a good compilation of what they are Mm -hmm. but ginger is like a project that i feel like they all fucking like went to they all had like a fucking intervention on each other and then they all like decided like you know we're gonna make a really great record and they really did with ginger they had you know like the pop hit sugar and then like they just had like a lot of bouncy like you know not so like crazy like you know in the old school hip-hop but just like really bouncy like hip-hop records and you know just it just sounded like an album where they were all venting all their right. problems. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <clears throat> but yeah, if, I, if you haven't listened to Ginger, I would I would definitely recommend Ginger as like one of like their latest and you know really great records. Roadrunner is really good too. I know you've heard some stuff off Roadrunner. You heard mm-hmm. Buzzcut. Um, 
to me, another good one's like Count on Me and um, I'll Take You On featuring uh, Charlie Wilson. Okay. They have JPEG Mafia on that album, uh, ASAP Rocky and Ferg. They had a lot of good, like, good features on that one. But Ginger was solely Brockhampton with like a couple of new people on it, such as um, Slow Tie. Do you listen to Slow Tie? Yeah. Yeah. Slow Tie is a good one, like, good, like, uh, British artist that I end up liking a little bit. Um, and I th- I forgot there was like another person on it too, but that one even brought out somebody that wasn't like, you know how you were talking about earlier that like not all the people in Brockhampton are singers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That dude, uh, I think his name is Jabari. He, he was somebody that was just the, you know, producer. And then yeah. like he started adding vocals and he started becoming somebody who would come on stage then after that. Oh, wow. Yeah, he and he like started like singing and like not so much rapping, but he was like good on the chorus type shit. Yeah. Wow. That's like I cool. said, like they were just like they all added good elements to make Brockhampton, but not to where it was like, you know, their peak uh, cohesive type of shit. It was definitely mixed bags. Mm. And I feel like after Ginger, they did go back into that mixed bag type of like sound. Okay. Wow, I have to check that album out for sure. I'm gonna mm-hmm. give it a listen. Cause I always like I was that kid that was like, I want to find music that sounds like this. So I go on like Last FM, similar artists. I, I was <laughs> like, I want to yeah. mm-hmm, find an artist similar like the OFWGKTA. OFWGKTA breaking up. That's kind of how I found Brockhampton. And then listen to them just as like a casual listener. I was always like, I remember downloading the album and listening to the whole album through like and just songs here and there. I'm like, mm-hmm. Cool. You know, like I always hoped that they would hit that like full, like superstar, like mode, you know, but I feel like they've definitely, definitely been a part of the, like, you know, the, the movement, bro. Like, like they're kind of like the end of that era now, that big, massive hip hop group or like artistic group like era like i can't name another big one right now like asap mob is done like you know owgkt done i guess like wu-tang clan but like you know when do we get another like wu-tang clan full album like so brockhampton being gone it kind of sucks yeah i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to really dive in and listen to their music more because you you you're selling me i'll be honest you're (laughs) You are you're like, cause I like I like Kevin Abstract shit and some of his shit that I've heard on his own. Yeah, that like yeah. was it like American Boyfriend or like uh was it Arizona Baby? Yeah, you know. Yeah, he had some uh decent ass tracks, and I like I like what he brings to hip hop. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's something different. So I have to definitely check him out more, bro. I'm going to. I'm going to re-listen to some shit. Probably when I go back to work. Like, I need <laughs> something to listen to. So I'll probably listen to a couple, few albums. Yeah. Because, you, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I ever explained it to you or if you ever noticed. But, like, when I listen to... I listen to a bunch of different music. And then a lot of it, you inspired me, like, over your stay here. Of, like, just getting back into just listening to, like, different shit again. Not so much the same 
consistent repetitive type shit that I'll, I'll get stuck on. I'll get stuck on autopilot for a bit. Um, just, just, just kind of like just getting, you know, um, getting uncomfortable, mm-hmm. getting uncomfortable and then like finding that person and then like, damn. So like, yeah, like not so much autopilot with Brockhampton, but just more of like rediscovering stuff that I probably missed. And it gets kind of good because I don't want to be like all up in like music's like face and shit like that. Yeah, I'd like to like, you know, let it sit for a little bit. Don't dive into everything so quickly, but like kind of get a feel of it, all of it. You know, I got a feel of Joey Badass. And that's why, like, I really appreciated his album. Like, that was really good. Um especially like West Side Gun with 10. I really appreciated that. Nas, that was somebody I forgot to mention too. He's an honorable mention. Nas is King's uh, King's Disease 3. That's something that's definitely going to be slept on. Yeah, I feel like Nas has kind of just been subtly dropping gold and I, like no one's really been paying attention, not even me type shit. He was like <laughs> in the Grammys and shit and I was just like, oh, yeah, this is Nas. Like, what the fuck? You know? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. would uh I would check out King's Disease three if you know if you don't listen to the first two like that because me I was told to listen to the first two and the first two were I'm like it sounds good but for some reason three popped off like dude like I'm just like this motherfucker is just showing us that he can be fifty and still drop shit like he's twenty yeah and I'm just like bro what the fuck like you know he what did he have um Illmatic yeah. Yeah. That's a goaded album. Yep. And then you were the one that would play Illmatic songs, like, you know, like all around us. Like One Love was like, I think my first favorite song by Nas. Illmatic is, you know, kind of like that 90s masterpiece, you know? Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people rank that as the number one like rap album of all time, which is, you know, crazy. But I totally get it because it was that influential too, you know? Kind of ushered in a whole new new sound mm-hmm. a new way to rap and shit and then fucking Nas rhyme schemes are crazy bro like you listen to him, him rap and he's just like bro you can just like do that shit like it's nothing like it's wild I don't really understand wild. sometimes how people come up with the rhyme schemes they do like I can't explain like shit like how some rappers do like Ghostface Killer is like a perfect example of that Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand, like, how he comes up with this shit. Yeah. Like, explaining, like, drugs or, like, explaining, like, guns. Like, I don't know how you can explain <laughs> yeah. shit like that as yeah. if you're, like, you're, like, you're analyzing it. Yeah. Like, analyzing it's, this uh, cup. Man, it's, like, gonna be some shit. I think it takes a lot of, like, practice, you know? Like, they, they're, they like, masters of that shit now. They've been doing it since for, for so long. You know, like Nas, Ghostface, those are like OGs of the game. Now. Mm-hmm. They can they can probably give you fire and off, off the top. They give you fire off the top of their heads, you know, because all, that's all they're doing now is, is rhyming and, and coming up with probably better rhyme schemes and shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, hell yeah. It's just I really think, too, it's just sitting down and breaking it down into like rhythms and shit, too. You know, like that's a lot of what I like to do is break down the rhythm yeah like you have rhythm in your head yeah because when you have the rhythm in your head then the rhyme scheme comes Mm -hmm. and the rhyme scheme has that that punchiness you know what i'm saying but when you freestyle like when you're really going off the top of your head there ain't none of doing that shit you know 
So it's like some motherfuckers just have that. Like they can just do that, you know, mm-hmm. and really go in the gory details and use vocabulary and shit. That's why I'll be trying to read and shit. I'll be trying to learn, you know, because that, yeah, all that little shit adds to it, you know. Like sometimes I find myself using a word and like a rap that I haven't, you know, like, like I just heard this week per mm-hmm. se, you know what I'm saying? Like on some shit I watched on the History Channel this week. Oh, now I'm rapping about pneumonia and, and, and shit. You know, I don't know. Like, you know, yeah, I wouldn't normally be talking about that shit. So all yeah, that goes into about that too. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And they'd be watching a bunch of different shit too. And they'd be living shit, you know, living like, different lives, bro. Like, yeah, exactly. like I didn't think about that too. Like, it's like you rap the life you live, basically. I feel like that in a way too, for sure. Especially you rapping from your heart type shit. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. How you want to end this one? I'm going to give John, it to you. Give it to me? Mm-hmm. How we going to end it? Mm-hmm. Shit. Um, we going to end it with a little uh, freestyle, folks. Oh. Ready? Can we, who wants to be the beat? <laughs> huh? Come to be the beat? You gonna be the beat? Yeah. All right, I got you. All right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now it's time to end Rick talk. We about to go and clean up with the mop because we about to clean the stage off. We just gave y'all a show and now we finna blow because it's been Rick and Nesto from the Rockford to the East Chicago. They just don't know how we can go. Yeah. So it's about to say peace. I'm about to say peace to all my little motherfuckers. I'm your uncle and you my niece and nephews. Uh, Time to go to bed. It's past your curfew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rick on the beat. On the beat. Yeah. Bye, guys. <laughs> hey, that was cool, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That was a good session, bro. All right, y'all. Rick Talk, Ernesto. Thank you. Thank you for having me again, bro. As always, yes, y'all stay tuned for more Rick Talk. The homie, the legend, the young wrestler giving you the body slams. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody because this is gonna drop on Wednesday. I don't, you know. Hey, yeah, have, good, have some Thanksgiving. Happy, you know, love your families, eat good, drink good, smoke good, whatever you do. Stay out of fucking trouble. Just just chill yep. with your family, your friends. Give Be everybody safe. love. Be safe. That's all I want to say, too. <laughs> all right. Peace. Peace.